Welcome back to Technotopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Tonight's show, we have Mike Kennedy of Green Check Verify. This is Technotopia. I've been furniture shopping recently, and I found the experience to be very, very disappointing. And I've just discovered Joybird. Joybird believes that you should never settle when it comes to your home furnishings. You should always have the freedom to be boldly original. With Joybird, you get one-of-a-kind furniture made to your unique taste. You turn your ideas into reality with hundreds of styles and options, from mid-century modern to contemporary classics, customizable in an amazing array of fabric choices, from rich, buttery leather to plush velvets to every color imaginable. There's a wide range of kid and pet-friendly upholstery options available, and there are free personal design consultants to help nail down your perfect design. That means when it gets into your house, you're going to love it. I want you to give it a try. They have a 365-day home trial. You skip the furniture store, you bring the furniture home, and you try it for a year. Sit on it, sleep on it, break it in. If you don't love your Joybird, return it for a full refund. There's hassle-free in-home delivery. They'll even remove all the packing materials. Free returns within two weeks of delivery. To see how Joybird is revolutionizing online furniture shopping, I want you to head over to joybird.com techno. joybird.com techno. joybird.com techno right now and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using the code techno. Furniture shopping is difficult. It shouldn't have to be. I want you to give Joybird a try. Welcome back to Technotopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Mike Kennedy. Uh, you're with Green Check Verified, which is uh, which sounds interesting. Is that is that does it allow people to get uh, Twitter Twitter accounts verified, or how does this work? <laughs> no, it it doesn't. In fact, it was uh, difficult for us to get a, a Twitter handle ourselves because they <laughs> forbid you to use the word verified. Oh wow! Yeah, so we uh, we're a, a regulatory compliance company. We've built a, a software solution that allows uh, financial institutions to work with. Uh, legal and compliant cannabis businesses. Okay. All right. Very cool. So, so let's talk a little bit about that. I'm, I'm fascinated by the, the issues of compliance right now. So it's, so for all intents and purposes, cannabis is legal in a, uh, in a quite a few, uh, in quite a few places. Um, but it's not, it's not legitimized by, uh, in terms of the federal government. So you're basically in a, in a situation where all sorts of things aren't available to you. And, and what do you guys, what do you guys do to solve that? Yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it is legal in, in some form or fashion in the majority of states today, but it's still, uh, federally illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the controlled substances act, which classifies marijuana in the same category of, uh, LSD and heroin, basically, uh, the category of drugs that, in the eyes of, of the government, have no medical value. And that's made it very difficult for one of the fastest growing consumer uh, uh, product segments to gain access to critical business services like the financial system. Mm-hmm. So when you look across the country and, and even up north to our, our neighbors, Canada, you know, the cannabis industry is, is being uh, legitimized, right? People are coming out of the shadows and it's getting, um, you know, mainstream market attention. Uh, it's always been a, a bit of a, an underground industry, but with uh, state laws in place and uh, you know programs across the country that are are starting to scale up, it's uh, incredibly problematic to be a business that's being told it's okay to come out of the shadows, but not being afforded access to the modern financial system. Mm-hmm. So we took that on as uh, a challenge uh, worth solving. You know, there's a lot of um, capital being pumped into the cannabis industry now, and and rightfully so. There's definitely a lot of market demand for the product. 
but really the, the ancillary services, you know, the, the, the back office tools that might not get as much attention, but are just so critically needed are where we think the, the real opportunity is. And so we've been uh, building in, uh, you know, a, a stealth mode capacity for about three years now. We're based out of New Haven, Connecticut. So we're an East Coast company, but mm -hmm. uh, it's a, a national presence. And uh, we're going to market now with our uh, web-based compliance management system that helps uh, cannabis businesses and banks and credit unions manage regulatory compliance more efficiently so they can work together. Okay. All right. So let's let's talk a little bit about what you guys expect the future to look like um, in terms of um, in terms of cannabis. So it looks like New York and and New Jersey are going to be have recreational uh, legalized soon. What when do you think like the full bore Green Day is going to happen when it's uh, when it's nationwide? <laughs> well, you know, if if I was good at predicting, I would. Uh, you know, certainly uh, keep it to myself. But the the trend that we're seeing, you know, when we started this uh, three years ago, it was, it was 13 states, mm -hmm. right? That was the total addressable market. And in just this short time, we're now at over 30. So the, the cat's out of the bag, right, as the saying goes. Um, but there's still staunch opposition at the federal level. So uh, I, I wouldn't venture a guess, but I think uh, it's probably safe to say it is a matter of when now. It's no longer a matter of if. Okay, and what is what does the world look like when it's all uh, when it's all over? Well, I, I think you know uh, there are similar industries in the sense that um, you know you have alcohol and, and tobacco, you know uh, products that are regulated um, and consumed for um, you know recreational purposes. Um, but this one's unique because you also have, uh, you know, the the efficacy that's starting to be shown on the medical benefits of of the plant. So it's unique in that sense, and and there aren't many, if if any, corollaries to look to. Mm -hmm. And we certainly haven't seen, you know, this sort of market explosion. You know, the 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 demand here is unquestionable, um, and folks who are you know going out and, and you know frequenting their local dispensary or or um, you know, purchasing products—it's uh, certainly a, a uh, phenomenon that's sweeping across the country. So I'm unsure what the future looks like, candidly. But I know that compliance is going to play a big role. I know that the ability for these brands and these innovative companies to come out with new methods and, and modalities—it's all predicated on their ability to manage what is now a, a complicated and, and highly fractured regulatory landscape. So, you know, my background is in financial services, and in the wake of, of the 08 financial crisis, you had the implementation of Dodd-Frank, which was pretty sweeping regulatory reform that uh, really had an impact on community financial institutions. And mm -hmm. those community banks and credit unions are, you know, quite literally propping up the, you know, the main street economies, the, the small and medium businesses that need loans, you know, uh, local mortgages, they're the lifeblood of uh, U.S. economy, uh, even though they hold about 25% of, of total assets. So seeing firsthand what federal regulatory, uh, I'll call it chaos, it, it may be a bit um, you know, overt, but uh, what that chaos can do on an industry is uh, very real. And we're dedicated to crafting solutions to help navigate and, and withstand what is inevitably going to be a fairly turbulent uh, regulatory landscape for 
um, you know, at least the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. What? Why do you think it's turbulent? Do you think it's? Uh, is it? Is it primarily because? Um because of the laws do you think it's do you think there's some some reason for it is there some kind of deep conspiracy here or is it just basically just growing pains uh no 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 conspiracy at all i think it's growing pains i think uh, you know anytime you have uh regulations being written by folks who are not operating in that industry you know it, it tends to go awry pretty quickly mm-hmm. uh, things look really good on paper but in practice they uh you know are either um off a couple shades or, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, utterly unenforceable. Mm-hmm. And so as kind of the, the ebbs and flows continue to, to play out, we'll start to see some normalization. And part of what we're doing at GreenCheck is, you know, we've centralized uh, the, the regulatory analysis piece, and, and that's what's built into our software. So we have a team of, you know, former regulators, uh, cannabis and, and financial regulatory experts, folks who are intimately familiar with how these regulations were designed. In fact, some of them actually wrote some of these regulations. Um, and based on that sort of uh, insight, we've already started to see some commonalities. You know, you can you can look at a state and you can say, okay, this was a program that was designed from a law enforcement perspective, or this was a program that was designed from a pharmaceutical perspective. And you can start to see some of these trends. And you can even start to see things crop up that you know, hey, this state had something very similar, uh, and it's made its way into another state's program, likely by way of, uh, you know, evidence that this this particular rule or, or set of rules is something that does work well in practice. Mm-hmm. So it, it's definitely following the, the uh, you know, maturity curve that you would expect, but it, it is very much still a curve. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, eventually you're going to, you guys are going to put yourselves out of business, right, when, uh, when, it, when it gets a lot easier to manage all the... Uh all the requirements uh i mean go ask a community banker what happened you know in the wake of dot frank it certainly didn't get get easier um more standardized maybe mm-hmm. um but i i think you know regulatory compliance is you know it's a vector that that you can manage in your business and you know as um you know a lot of these entrepreneurs in the, the cannabis space will attest Compliance right now and regulation overall is the great market equalizer. Everybody mm-hmm. has to comply, um, and as long as those regulatory frameworks are, you know, sensible and, and uh, reasonable, then they can become a uh, an avenue to develop a competitive advantage. And and that's what we're um, building with with our client base is, you know, this proficiency and compliance can open you up to new markets. It can open you up to you know, access to to critical services for your business, namely the the banking system. Uh, but there are certainly countless benefits to being able to um, you know, manage compliance more efficiently and, and more effectively, and stay out of any regulatory hot water. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you think is the uh, what do you think of the future of this industry? Is it a um, it does it does it basically turn into something um, something monstrous and monolithic like uh, like the alcohol industry or is it a, or is it something special well you know again i'm not going to opine too much but mm-hmm. i i'll just make some observations you know you've got a number of different factors here you've got you know the the social equity aspect here you've got you know a failed war on drugs and um you know a lot of states who are um keeping that close uh you know top of mind as they develop their programs trying to provide incentives for folks who are disproportionately affected um, by some of those uh, you know, past policies to, to gain access to um, what is 
you know, new market opportunity. Um, and then of course, uh, you know, existing, um, you know, uh, offenses that, that need to be addressed, right? If somebody is, um, you know, facing some repercussions for a crime that is, you know, no longer a crime, um, that can't be overlooked, right? So, so those sorts of factors are unique to this industry. Um, and then you've also just got the, the flat out variability of the product itself. You know, this isn't, you know, a bottle of whiskey that can be managed, uh, you know, at, at the, the utmost level of detail. Um, you know, this is this is a plant. This is an organic substance, and you can uh, get pretty close to to granularity. But there's you know a million and one variations, and, and that's pretty difficult to uh, you know to to kind of put into a box of you know big commerce, especially when you consider the fact that it's not terribly difficult to uh, to grow this on your own. In mm-hmm. fact, a lot of states even permit you to do so. Um, so a number of unique factors to this industry, I think, would lead me to probably not uh, uh, assume that this is going to look like big pharma or even uh, you know big big liquor or big tobacco. I think it is going to be pretty unique, but I think we'll probably see some elements of of those existing industries start to crop up. Interesting, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a pretty interesting point. I mean, basically, this is like cooking. Um... This is like cooking, I guess. You're basically uh, you. You can always go to a restaurant. You can always do a, a meal plan or whatever, but uh, but you're still going to do it at home. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Very cool. Uh, what's next for you guys? What's the uh, what's what is the uh, regulatory landscape looking like over the next couple next couple months? So it's definitely uh, you know getting the education out. You know, there's a lot of misinformation, candidly, about what the specific obstacles are to banking the cannabis industry. And so we're, we're doing a great deal of, of talking with folks like yourself and, you know, other, other movers and shakers who, um, you know, want to more deeply understand what those restrictions are and how they can be overcome. So we're, we're currently talking uh, with financial institutions in 15 states, and we're working on building that up, you know, in, in the coming months. And uh, kind of in, in tandem with that, we're also continuing our regulatory outreach um, you know, not only to you know make sure that our product and our solution is you know meeting the expectations of those those regulators, but also just to help provide um, you know more feedback from you know a boots on the ground perspective of you know some of the things that we're observing, some of the uh, you know specific um, obstacles, and, and how you know there's there's tremendous benefit to to getting this cash off the street and uh, you know into the banking system for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. All right, very cool. Uh yeah that's perfect so thank you for joining us on Technotopia hopefully we get to uh the the whole world in about uh I mean it's not even gonna be twenty years it's gonna be like more like twenty months we're gonna be uh we're all gonna be doing uh doing what you guys are uh, are supporting yeah I think we're definitely closer to that time frame appreciate <laughs> it <laughs> this has been Technotopia I'm John Biggs we will see you next week all right perfect yeah perfect that's great awesome thanks John great. Technotopia is brought to you by Happy Fun Corp. Happy Fun Corp is a design-driven technology company in Brooklyn, New York, that specializes in building mobile and web applications for startups and Fortune 500 companies. Whether it's a new mobile or web application that will help people experience the Internet in a fun new way, or software that will interface with a new piece of top-secret hardware, Happy Fun Corp is always up to the challenge. Big or small, Happy Fun Corp loves building software and loves working with great people. Come build with them. HappyFunCorp.com
Technotopia is also sponsored by Jaywalk. Jaywalk is a new app that pays you to walk. You can try it out at jaywalk.me. It's created by me, John Biggs, and a few of my friends. Jaywalk.me, please check it out. 